Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kevin Kaufman, your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast, the podcast where we bring you weekly business tips and tricks, as well as in-depth interviews with leading minds in real estate and entrepreneurship to help you take your business to the next level. Hey, how's it going? Next Level Podcast listeners, this is Kevin. Hey, I've got a special introduction because I've been getting more and more requests to teach more and not just do interviews uh, and also go past the short business tip episodes. And so what I want to do is bring to you one of the favorite uh, teachings that we've had inside of our team here recently where we talked about, and we being my business partner Fred and I, talked about pushing past the first objection because we've got to get as realtors we get objections all the time and we need to be able to learn how to push past the first one so we can get to where we want to go kind of get to the promised land if you will and so I thought I would air this one as a special episode Uh, trust me I've got a lot of really good interviews saved up that we're going to be releasing here very soon Uh, but I've been getting so many requests and a lot of feedback here on these episodes where we're teaching I thought I'd release another one Uh, If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I promise the interviews will come back soon, but this one is good. So dig in. Listen, I would love your feedback. Please share this episode. Please download and subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a review. I would love to hear your feedback. We're always looking to get better. I hope you enjoy this one. Hope you learn something and have a great day. And most importantly, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Hey guys, I want to take a minute here to make sure you know all about the event Next Level Agents Live, April 25th and 26th, 2019 in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is a two-day event brought to you by myself, Fred Weaver, and our business partner, Cody Gibson, in the Next Level Agents Facebook group. Now, this is going to be the best real estate event of the year, hands down, guaranteed, or your money back. We will be bringing experts from all sorts of different niches in real estate, leadership speakers, etc. You wouldn't even believe the cost. To go get all of the details and to register now, you can do that at nlalive.com. That's nlalive.com to register. We'll see you April 25th and 26th, 2019 in Las Vegas, Nevada for NLA Live 2019. See you there. Register now. Um, all right, so let's back up. We'll do a brief intro here. The reason we're talking about about this today is because Internet Leads has just been such a foundational part of our business for such a long time. But I want to highlight, and we're going to do this over the next few weeks. We may keep going with this topic between now and the end of the year. I want to highlight that there's just a different approach that's needed with our Internet Leads and a different mentality and a different mindset and a different way than maybe a sphere of influence lead or an open house lead. And the reason for that is that these internet leads guys, sometimes they don't want to be contacted. So we have to start there. I'm not telling you not to contact them because that's what they don't want. I'm just saying we have to acknowledge we, where they're coming we gotta from. We got to think that in a lot of these cases, if not most of these cases, they just are looking for information. They're not, it's like when you walk into a store, maybe you've walked into like Nordstrom's or you walked into another store where there's salespeople there to help you. And we say, no, I'm just looking. Can I help you, sir? No, I'm just looking. Yeah. Uh, in my case, I know where the flip-flop rack is. I don't need their help. And I know where to buy the black shirts. I don't need their help. So, but I want information. I might want to know what, what is the price there today? What, what, are, what are flip-flops going for? What are homes going for in my neighborhood right now? What are homes going for in my city right now? So I'm looking for information. It doesn't necessarily mean that I, that I need help. But it also doesn't mean that I'm not open to help if approached the right way and shown enough value. And so if we approach the leads from that standpoint, because if I'm walking into a store, there's a good chance I'm going to buy something. 
So if I'm on a real estate website, there's a good chance I want to buy or sell real estate at some point, probably in the next 12 months. Now, the trick is how do we figure out that time frame and how do we provide value to that person so that way we could be the person to work with them when they're ready. Yeah, and we have to have the mindset going into this, guys, that uh, these leads have registered on other websites. They've Not registered on Zillow. They've registered on Redfin. They may have registered on, on Boomtown. If they're a Z buyer lead, they got purchased. Uh, they're, they're on a list that got sent out to 15 or 20 people, maybe 25 different agents and investors that bought it. So the reason I'm telling you all this is you just have to know those things are there. Does that mean that the leads are bad? No. Does that mean that they won't transact business? No. But we have to know that the wall is up really high for a lot of these leads at the beginning. So we're going to talk just today. The focus is going to be on overcoming the first objection. We're not even going to talk about overcoming objections two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. We're, not gonna... We're going to just talk about overcoming the first objection. Because if we can get past the first one, we, we live, if you will, to see, it, see another opportunity. We make it just a little further, give ourselves just one extra chance to maybe get this client. I'm going to, you know, this makes me think about, um, I was talking to a good buddy of mine a few months ago at dinner. His name is Luke. And Luke is a, an expert marketer and salesperson. He has sold hundreds of millions of dollars of products on the internet and actually through snail mail in his career. And one of the things that we talked about, he, he had taught this course that he, he made all, it was all about direct mail. And, and I was listening to his course cause he gave me the audio and we were talking about it afterwards. And he was telling me like, hopefully you noticed each thing, each step of that process is just about getting the person to the next step in the process. All sales, no matter if you're selling, a phone, if you're selling a house, if you're selling a flip-flop, if you're selling the dream of riches, whatever the case is, the whole point is to get the person to the next step in the sales process. This step is to get them to the next step, to get them closer to a, a decision-making uh, point. Right. Kelly wrote, you have to get their wall down, right? Yes. And, and, and their walls whatever are up, wall right? And, and so again, um, we're not probably going to help you sell a ton more houses today, but we're going to get you to objection number two. Do you follow us on that, guys? Because what's going to happen is if you stop at objection number one, you never gave yourself a chance to get to objection two. You never built, you never even got the wall down a little bit. Like the wall's not coming down on the first call. The wall's not all coming down on the first text. But if we can bring it down a little bit and just make it to the next objection, so to speak, it's like, you know, some of you guys have heard the saying before, right? But we, Kevin and I, uh, when we did a lot of short sales back in the day, we had this mindset where we were excited to hear no. And the reason we were excited to hear no is we knew the more no's we heard from one bank or one person, the closer we were to getting a yes. So we're going to play this game where we just have to get past the first objection. I'm welcoming and excited to hear your first objection. If they don't give me one, I'm a little concerned. That means they're probably lying their ass off and they're never going to do business with me. So I'm excited and I want to wait. I can't wait for that first objection. It's funny you just say that because I want to point something out real quick before we go forward. Hmm? It's like it's, it probably means they're lying. A lot of us experience, especially newer agents, a high cancellation rate because mm -hmm. we're setting appointments that aren't actually appointments, right? We're getting people to say yes, but that's actually their objection. They just haven't said, they, they, they just didn't use the word no. They, yeah. said, they yeah. said, yes, I would love to meet you. So you'll get would, off the damn phone with exactly, me and leave me alone. So you'll leave me alone and, and you think I'm going to show up and I'm not going to show up. So for those of you who might have experienced that, pretty much everybody on this call, you you might have, you might just now be realizing, or maybe realized before, that's actually just an objection. Yeah. All right. So the mentality, are you getting it, guys? The first mentality is we want objections, 
that you're not selling a house to somebody that didn't give you an objection. Your own mother is going to give you an objection if she buys a house. Okay. Ask like, Aaron. Ask Aaron about this, right? Somebody's going to give you an objection is what I'm trying to get across. So we're not trying to hide from objections. We want them. Okay. So now let's get into the tangible stuff. We've given the mindset. Let's talk about tangibly. Let's give some examples. So you and I did a little, uh, I don't even want to call it an audit. We did a research project a couple days ago and we looked inside of some of the generic accounts inside of all of our different Boomtown like platforms. And I tried to not look at the names of people because I'm not coming into this trying to call anybody out, but I wanted to see what were some of the objections we were getting? What was causing us to transfer that lead to the Frederick Weaver role in the first place? So obviously, if they didn't answer their phone or didn't respond to a text, I understand that. Maybe we just didn't call them enough times to get the objection. But let's talk about some of the people that did respond over phone or over text, especially, and what they said. So, Kevin, somebody says to you, you send them a text message. It says something to the effect of, I received information. You're looking to sell your house. Uh, can I provide a CMA to you? Or what can I do to help you? What, I don't care what the message was. You reached out to a seller because they had somehow raised their hand and Z-Buyer got a hold of them. And I respond back to you as the, as the homeowner and I say, I'm not interested. Where do you go from there? That's my first objection. I'm just not interested, Kevin. You're not interested. Well, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. All right. So how many of us are saying, tell me more about that at least five times a day? Okay. You're all liars, Joe. You're a liar too. Um, I love you too, buddy. No, I'm kidding. Tell me more. Like we need to adopt this. Tell me more, right? It's one of the easiest things we can do with scripts but to why, get past the why, first objection. Okay, but let's get tangible here. Why does tell me more help me in that situation? What do you because if, if someone says to me, not interested, what does that mean? I'm not interested. Stop bothering me via text message. I'm not interested. Five other real estates already called me. I'm not interested. I already sold my house. I, what does that mean? Right? I'm not interested. No, thank you not right now. What do all those things mean? We've got to peel the onion back. We've got to go a little bit deeper and no more. So the first objection of not interested is, is literally, what are you not interested in? Yeah. So I, you know, tell me more, like that's just where I'm going with that one. Right. I might also, if somebody says not interested, Kevin, I might say, Oh, I received this information from a company that said you were looking to sell your home in, in Mesa. Uh, do you not own that home any longer? or I received information that you were wanting the value of your home. Was that information inaccurate? Have you been bothered by 20 other real estate agents, Kevin? And that's why you're not interested. I can't stand them either. So my, my do you guys say that break their wall down? Are you guys following me on this? The, the point is that we just want to get past objection one. I don't know that there's a right or wrong thing to say. Well, there is the wrong thing to say would be, well, I could make you interested. I can help you out. Talk to me, blah, blah, blah. We need to ask a question. We need to come from a different perspective to get to objection number two. So tell me more about that. Did you already sell your home? Did I receive inaccurate information? Tell, tell me, give me some more, give me some more information. Why are you no longer interested? Uh, no, I just got 15 phone calls today. I don't, I don't have time. I'm at work. Oh, okay, great, right? Now we can, we can work with that one. So the first thing I wanna say, cause I found at least three leads guys that have been transferred to Frederick Weaver in the last couple of weeks were not interested, was a text message and the response was, thank you, have a great day, or there was no response and then we transferred them over to Frederick Weaver. I'm not picking on anyone, I just want this to be really real right now, that this is happening, people are saying not interested, and we're avoiding the objection handling. Okay, so let's so let's get, let's dig back in. I'm not interested. I'm at work. I've got ten phone calls today. Right. So how I might handle that? I might say, "I'm sorry to bother you at work, Kevin. That must be really annoying to you. Would it be better if I called you at five thirty or six today, so so we can talk a little bit further?" 
I mean, I don't even know. I think I get off at 5.30. 6 o'clock would be fine. Okay, great. But my, my point is, like, just acknowledge what's going on. Do you, are you guys hearing the difference there? That must be really annoying. That must suck. You're trying to get work done today. I'm sorry. Like, but now some people are just, like, if you have them on the phone and they say, I'm at work, I'm not going to say, can I call you back at 5.30 or 6? This will just take a second. But this will just take a second is going to be my response to that objection. But if we're talking about a, a text message that says, I'm not interested or I'm at work or whatever else, then now they're starting to open up to me. Cool, they're a real person. Let's just acknowledge what, what's going on here. It must suck searching for houses online, having a lot of people I, bother you. I guess some of the things that even come into my mind right now is let's go with this one example right here. I'm not interested. Let's say I didn't even get a response back after that. Okay. After the tell me more. It's a seller that came through, let's say Z buyer, doesn't matter, but they came through as a seller lead. It, before I transfer them over, like I just got this lead. I just reached out today mm -hmm. at a minimum what I, I know that what I want to do is I want to put them on an e-alert for their neighborhood, minimum yep. as a seller. Yep. Minimum as a seller is a seller e-alert for their neighborhood so they can see what's going on. What am I doing? I'm starting to provide a little bit of value and I'm calling back the next day or I'm emailing back the next day or the same day right. or calling or texting back. But I'm definitely not just going, I'm not interested and then transferring it over to the generic role. Right. So I just want to work on getting past the first objection, guys. Right. So let's say a buyer says to you, not interested. What could you do in that case? Well, if it's a Z buyer lead, they should have told you what area of town they're looking in and what price range. If it's a boomtown lead, they've been looking at some houses on your site. You at least one you can on. see. So my response might be, might be something to the effect of, I see that I received information that you were looking for a home in, in Mesa. Is that still the case? Is that the only area you're still looking in? Are you, are you open to, to homes in Tempe or Chandler as well? Are you interested in Littleton or, 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 or Denver or Arapahoe? Well, I mean, my, my point is, right, that I'm going to approach it from a standpoint of with a buyer, I'm not interested, probably just means like you're bothering me. I didn't want to call, but I need to just keep the conversation moving. we got to get past objection one. Yeah, something that, uh, Joe, you're going you're gonna to recognize this, but there's a guy, one of my coaches, his name is John Cheplak. And John always say, stay in the box. Yes. Stay in the box with them. And what he's trying to say by stay in the box is stay with them with where they're at. Understand that they might be getting hit with 10 other phone calls. They might be at work. They might have like their five kids in the back, in the back seat, just all screaming and yelling, like stay with them in their box, wherever they're at and get to get to where, where it is you want them to go. You don't have to solve all the problems with them right then and there, but also just writing them off. Like, again, we just want a chance to get to the yeah. next, next objection. So we can't just write people off at the first sign of, no, I don't want to do that. Because here's the deal. Leads are not – deals are not falling from the sky. The only way to make deals fall from the sky is follow up long-term over the course of a year or two, and then they will start falling from the sky. Right. So uh, the big thing we want to get across, right, is we just want to get past the first objection. Yes. Like, that's my, that's my message cry to you guys today is get past the first. If you're a person that already is there, then get past the second. Let's not go any further than that today. Let's not talk about how to do every objection handler. We just want to get past the first objection, right? Can we, do, we want to stay in the box. We want to keep the conversation moving. Can we just do one more real-life situation? Yeah, I read yeah it give in me more, one. In more than one account. Okay, so dialoguing with you, Fred, you're interested okay. in selling. Uh, or I'm interested in selling. And then I say to you, I need $425,000 for this house or I'm not interested. And okay. you know that this house is probably worth 300 or 350, whatever. Yeah. Well, first of all, if you want to be the agent that goes and pulls up RPR, comps it and then responds back, you could, but I'm not going Why? that far. 
my question, I don't even care, even if it's like 425 and I'm like, it's a condo. I know nothing in that area goes for that. My question is, what's important to you about that, Kevin? Oh, what's important to me about that number? Okay. What's important to you, right? So, because here's the thing is when somebody throws out a number that's higher than fair market value, that's an objection. It's just an objection. It just came in the form of a number. Instead of not interested, it came in the form of like, well, let's see if this guy can sell my house for 425. I already know he can't, right? Like that's literally what's going on. There's not saying that. Yeah, everybody on this call has spoken to a seller at some point that gave them that objection, right? Whether we handle it or we didn't handle it, we're able to convert it or not. We've all had that objection of, well, sure, I'll do it. Give me pie in the sky number, right? Because yep. that's an objection to not to have to engage with you right now or to not to have to talk about reality. Correct. So what's important to you about that number, right? We can actually go to the, to our, our scripts, you know, that we have when we pre-qualify a listing appointment and just start asking more, more scripts about that. So like if a seller says that, I might say, well, where do you plan on moving to? Oh, did you see what I just did there? I don't even care about the price. Where do you plan on moving to? Oh, 425. That's great. Where do you plan on moving to? How soon do you need to be there? What takes you there? Tell me more about that. See what we're doing there? We're like, staying in the box. I'm staying in the box. I don't, yeah, I don't care to battle list price over text message. I don't care to battle value over the phone. I'm trying to find out motivation. I'm trying to get to the next objection. I'm trying to find out the more meaningful conversation of what's going on here. Like, why, why were you on my website? Not interested when you were on my website an hour ago is a lie. Do you follow me on that, guys? I get passionate about it because having done lots of internet leads and having this mindset um, I just, maybe it's not your natural one, but if you're going to work the internet leads, then you've got to adopt this mindset. No other mindset works. There's no like, can I bring you, you know, can I bring you a coffee and we can sit down and talk or none of that shit works with internet leads at the first objection. There's no rapport at this point. We absolutely have to build the rapport by asking great questions. That's how rapport is built. Stay in the box, ask great questions. I love your stay in the box example, by the way. Asking great questions. Guys, if you haven't figured that out yet, if you're the one asking questions, you're in control. If you're not asking questions, they're in control. That is absolutely the way it goes with every conversation. Whether we're talking about leads or not, that is how it works. So ask great questions, stay in the box with them, work past the first objection so you can get and you can earn yourself a second objection, a second conversation. Yep. So again, we're not going to go through every script in the book, but I want to share with you guys what you're seeing on my screen right now. Cool. So we have these guys, right? These are buyer objections and scripts. I don't necessarily love every response, but I'll tell you, most of these responses are better than the ones that we might default to. Because the thing is our default nature, I'm not mad at you when I say that, so don't get your feelings hurt. I'm just saying our default nature is to be like, screw you, dude, later, right? Because like, our feelings are hurt. We want the people to like us. Like, what's the point? Like, like but I'm telling you, you have to want to get your ass kicked a little bit to convert internet leads at a high level. You have to want to. If that sounds crazy to you or you're unopened un to that type of mindset, then you might as well just go hold more open houses. Like Templeton said, then go pour all your energy into open houses and go meet warm people. You guys but if you're going to take internet leads, you have to want to get your ass kicked, but you also have to want to get the last laugh. And the last laugh comes after the 10th objection or the 21st objection or whatever else when they go, man, Joe, I threw a lot of objections at you. I never thought you would actually stay with me on all that. Like they actually, at the end, they say to you like, Wow, Kevin, I'm really impressed by you. I, I, I never thought you, that, that one a person could even respond that way or help me out in that manner. Yeah, you guys, here's the deal with internet leads. Um, most agents will tell you that they suck, yet there are 
hundreds of lead of companies that sell internet leads, which means agents are buying them. Why do they buy them? Because agents who are successful with them close a lot of deals. Why do they close a lot of deals with them? Because they're viable leads. They understand how to work them. Most agents though say that they suck. They say that they suck because they go against their human nature or what they, what, the, what we're naturally programmed to do, which is what you just said. Fine then. Great. You're not interested. I'm just going to move on. The reality is, is there are gold in those leads. If you mine for them, you got You've got to mine for the gold. Yeah. But it's like gold hidden under a bunch of shit. Let's yes, just call it what it is, guys. Like I'm being real with you right now. It's under a pile of shit. Like and that shit looks like work. It's not even it's dog manure. It's like the cow patty. Like it's that the size. Like you really it's, have to, it's green. I, I know I'm it's grossing you out. And some of you are like, I don't ever want Kevin Fred to do gross. Stacy's laughing because she, she knows, but I'm trying to let you guys know that we're not teaching you something right now. or talking about something that we haven't done. If there's one thing the two of us are actually really good at, it's taking a lot of shit and making it to the finish line and finding your way through it. So I, I'm not trying to, I know we're passionate right now, but we're passionate because I don't want to see you guys wasting your time on internet leads. If you're not going to adopt this mentality, you would be better off just to go work your sphere in open houses. So if you want the internet leads, then it's time to start practicing this mentality of like, I'm going to find the gold inside of this shit. Right. I rem I could tell story after story, but I remember you and I used to trade internet leads back and forth with each other. I'd be like, this guy started ghosting me, or I got to this point, and now they haven't called me. Or how many times did we just say, hey, let me see your phone real quick. I'm going to call from a different number yeah, today. Yeah, like it was just this mindset, right, of like, I, I have worked so hard on this person up to this point. I have made up. it to objection give me, 21. Give me your phone. And the reason that we're saying get past objection one is because once you get to objection two, you're like, I can make it to objection three. Once you get to objection three, you're like, I can survive to objection four. It's this sick, twisted little game where you're like, I can keep doing this. I can make it. And then eventually the person starts opening up to you. They're like, wow, you didn't do what I thought you would do. Was just here, tell me to have a great day and move on. Here's you actually dirty, cared about here, me and kept asking questions. Here's a dirty little secret that 99.9% .9 of your peers will never understand is that the, the deal never comes at the first objection. You've got to ask for the sale, or in this case, you've got to ask for the next step of the process five, six, seven times on average before you get somebody ready to buy or sell. But, but most of us are running around. I'm not saying anybody on this call. Most of us in this industry are running around going, oh, no, they said no, they said no. And so we get through the first objection and we run away on all these leads rather than getting to the 10th objection on every single lead. So fact, we don't need to hammer the point anymore. You guys get it? Like, we're going to play the game for the next week. We're going to come back here. We're going to keep doing more of this. We're going to play a game for the next week or two. Get to get past the first get past objection. the first objection, right? Like, if you're getting objections, talk to the agent in your office next to you and say, hey, somebody just said this. I was thinking of responding this way. What do you think? If it's a text message, you have the opportunity to do that. If it's a phone call, then be willing to let somebody else coach you in there and say, well, I liked how you said that. I might have said it this way, too. We just, we just want to get a little bit further. We want to get past a few more objections. Like if we're looking for leads to transfer to Frederick Weaver role, we're going to find a lot of them. Actually, every single one of them, you can just transfer without calling or texting. Just send them over there brand new without Some making the that. contact, right? That's me. But the, the point is that you're going to get the objection. So you got to go in knowing it's coming and just ready to get past the first one and get to the second. Get to the second objection. All right, let's also work this week a little bit more on buyer objections and scripts. I pulled this document up. There's actually four different objection handling scripts that we have in our script book. This is an older version. You can go find the newer one, but I pulled this one up just so we could find it. But we're going to end on that note, guys. We're not going to sit here on all our ghost summits and talk at you for an hour. 
I just want to bring you something tangible that we can work on today, which is let's get past the first objection. Let's get a little bit better at getting past that one and move on to the next one. All right, guys. Hope that was somewhat enjoyable. If we made some of you mad, we do love you. I promise we're actually doing this in love. We want to see you sell more houses. It's under the manure. No, seriously, it's under there somewhere. The green patty. It's green, too. Now we got to go. All right, guys. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Crush it. Hey, that's it for today. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. If you found this valuable, do us a favor. Please review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share this with your friends. And for more great content, check out KevinAndFred.com. That's KevinAndFred.com. We'll see you soon.